Welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. This episode that you will be listening to soon was adapted from my YouTube channel. So you might hear certain idiosyncrasies like me referring to it as a video or something else. So please do forgive those. But otherwise, I hope you do enjoy what's included in this episode. Thank you so much. Hello, welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. And in this brief video, I will explain to you some of the steps involved in deciding a dissertation topic. Bear in mind that my experience is related only to my work with graduate students in the United States, and you might have to tweak these suggestions and ideas according to your own local system of education. So the first thing that you need to consider, and this has got nothing to do with actual research, is to choose an area that you are deeply interested in and that excites you. Now, the reason, of course, is you're going to write about 200 to 250 pages of a dissertation. You don't want to write it on a subject that you absolutely are not interested in or it doesn't excite you at all. Now, how do you do that? Now, in our system, by the time the students get to a dissertation, they've already chosen a committee, they've taken their coursework, and they've already taken their comprehensive exams. Now, that means that they have already chosen a field of study or a subfield of study within the English department. And they've already read extensively on that field for their comprehensive exams. So that means by the time they get to the dissertation, they already know what the major debates are and where the field is. And that allows them to choose a topic that is original, that contributes to the field, and that also allows them to articulate and express something new in an extended project. Now, if you are in an educational system where you didn't have to go through that preparation or you didn't read that widely and here you are, you've finished a coursework and you need to come up with a dissertation topic, you will probably have to put in some extra work and you will have to work with your advisor or with someone who's willing to take a look at your proposals and your stuff so that you can articulate what you are going to write your dissertation on. Now that takes us to the next step. How do we know that what we are writing about, what we are planning to research about, is something that hasn't already been done? Or So for that, you do your research. What do I mean by that? You know, everyone says, do your research. So you, you make a list of your tentative areas or topics that you would want to write about. And then you go to the databases made available to you by your university. For English studies, it's MLA and then MLA list of periodicals, right? So you do a general search on your topic just to find out what has been written about it in terms of scholarly articles and you'll see 50 60 articles will come up and then you find some that are deeply relevant to your topic and you read them and that tells you okay i was going to write about salman rushdie's representation of women 
in his first three novels, here are 60 articles that have already been written about it. So if that is going to be my topic, what can I add to that conversation? Where am I entering? Because you will have to give an account of the previous work on the topic. And it will decide for you whether it's a topic worthy of your pursuit or not. But that research is absolutely necessary because only by knowing what has been previously published, even tangentially, about your topic proposed or the one you're thinking about, is the only way you will know whether it's worth spending your time and energy on it or not. So let's say you read the abstracts for 10 or 15 papers and you decide that you have an entry into that conversation. You realize that, okay, everyone discusses Rushdie's representation of women, but no one really discusses as to what kind of impression of the countries that he writes about does it produce in the metropolitan cultures. So your dissertation topic then could be what is it that Rushdie's fiction normalizes for a Eurocentric audiences? And what are the implications for that? So you reached that topic because you did research on what had already been published upon and you found out that this is something that is missing. Now, in my context, my students don't write a humanities dissertation like a social sciences dissertation. So we don't require them to do the delimitation and mention a hypothesis and you know their quantitative details and you know to give me a detailed uh, account of things that they have read. So we don't do literature review. I know in Pakistani universities they do it. We just ask our students to write an introduction first now, this is after you've gone through the proposal stage, right? Um, for that, maybe I'll do a different uh, video, but basically, by the time you get to the dissertation, you already have had your prospectus or proposal approved, and you work with your advisor to do so. And that is also kind of a brief overview of what you're planning to do. And you will also get to the proposal after doing the basic research. Now, in introduction, you lay out your project. You define, you just paragraph by paragraph, you define what is it that you're trying to do, why is it necessary, which theories will you use to unravel the text or talk about the text, who has published before you about the general topic, and then you give your discussion of their work. So introduction usually is 25 to 30 pages. This is where you incorporate all the things that you have read and where you will take the conversation to. And then towards the end of the introduction, you give us your chapter breakdown. In chapter one, I'll be discussing this, these three novels, these th two theorists. Here is my reason for doing that. Then in chapter two, I will discuss this give us an explanation of what roughly would be in that chapter. In chapter three, whatever you're discussing, they are loosely connected to each other. And then you give us a conclusion. So that means after you've written your introduction, you have a rough idea of what you are planning to accomplish in your dissertation. And then when you get to the chapters, each chapter, think of it as an individual essay. It must have a plausible thesis, it must have resources, 
scholarly that you're interacting with and a primary text that you're writing about. And it must use any form of theory that you think is useful. So chapter by chapter you go and articulate your point of view and you carry through what you promised in your introduction all the way to the end. That's roughly the plan that I encourage my students to do. Now, my ideas presuppose that at every stage you will have the help from your advisor. Because in my case, they write their introduction, they send it to me, I read it, I give them my suggestions, they revise it, then they write their next chapter and the next chapter, and that's how we finish a dissertation. But overall, the main question that comes to me through the comments here and elsewhere through emails is, how do I know my topic is good enough? Well, so the way you know is if you have taken the full comprehensive exams, my students read about 250 to 280 books for their exams. So in that case, you already know where your subfield of study is and you know which part of it you want to deal with. Then specifically, if you have certain tentative topics, you look them up in databases, in Google Scholar, to see if anything has been published about it. And if it has, you have to go read it just to figure out where do you enter that conversation. And then you write the dissertation as I explained earlier. Now, one extra additional tip here is that do figure out what writing style suits you the best. When I was writing my dissertation, I had created chapter headings for all my chapters. Because when I will sit down to write and the thoughts will be coming to my mind, I would realize, oh, this belongs in chapter three, not in chapter one. So I'll go and start working on chapter three, right? Now I could do that because I had clearly articulated what I will be doing in each chapter. So there came a point in my dissertation writing that I was writing six chapters simultaneously, depending on where my mind wanted to go that day. Now, for some people, this can be really enlightening kind of experience. For others, it can be a baffling experience if they want to write chronologically. But figure out what works best for you and then write accordingly. Do your research to find out if your, if your dissertation topic is original enough. Write a comprehensive introduction which explains what you plan to do, why and how, and then write each chapter as if it's a paper so that it has the structuring of a paper and then connect it with the other chapters. And that way you can simply break down this monumental project to manageable bits and pieces and then also come up and write something that you can be proud of that you can eventually publish. So these are some of my very basic ideas about how to approach writing a dissertation. I haven't dealt with writing strategies here or coping strategies here or collaborative work here. I may do that maybe in the future, but if you have any questions, you know, please send them my way and I'll, I'll be happy to answer them or record a separate smaller video on that particular question. Hope this was helpful to you. Thank you so much and if you have a few moments do subscribe to the channel so that you know what's coming up next and as always I'm deeply grateful for your support and uh, look
look forward to talking to you again next time. Thank you so much. And as always, peace and love. Thank you.